Killing the Game with Kelly and Gigi. This is episode three. We've got a great one for you. Kelly, you ready? I've never been more ready in my entire life. I don't think I've been more excited in my entire life. And we have so many reasons to be excited. So I mean, many reasons. Sports, sports in general. are crazy right now. Gigi, Coco. Gigi, what were you doing when you were 15 years old? Whoa. When I was 15, let me just tell you, I had nothing figured out. So you're telling me you weren't in the Australian Open kicking I don't ass think and so. taking names? Not that I remember. Because Coco Goff, she's Coco. doing that. Oh, my God. Kelly. And so Kelly started doing the morning radio broadcast here at Fordham. And you had to do it Wednesday morning, and you were setting up. She was oh, playing right. while you were talking, oh, right? Oh, my God, yeah. So you're in it. You're with the storyline. You're oh, so I'm, excited I, for I it. I love it. Love it. She just beat Osaka in the fourth, in the fourth, um, sorry, the third round. Oh, my gosh. She, Osaka beat her in the U.S. Open yep. in September of last year, like, just so recently. Oh, my God. And she's 15. And she 15. said something in an interview, like, two years ago, I couldn't even make it out of, like, the junior round or something. I don't know if I'm making that up. But, like, she's improved so much. And she's she's only 15, bro. It's, it's incredible. It really is. Go for her. I can't lie. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling old and I'm feeling very, very useless. <laughs> a little useless. Can't lie. Speaking of young talent, let's talk a little bit about Zion. Whoa. He's back. You, you knew I had to bring him up. I'm sorry. You had to bring him up. Everybody was excited for him to come into the league. Can't lie, everyone was nervous. They said that's I'm, a big boy. And I'm not going to lie. They said those watch, won't hold up. <laughs> if you watch the first quarter of their game, Bro, you'd I still did. be nervous because he didn't do anything. And what were you thinking watching it, honestly? Honestly. You saw him coming up the court. I was like, all right, I don't think this man's going to be the same ever again after the injury. Ever he, again, he looks slow. Bro, he looks what? scared. Like, Is he I'm even 20? I, he, might, I don't even, he might be 20 max, maybe 19. And he'll never be the same again? That's a big claim, Kelly Bright. It is, but I th- honestly, I think if he, I know the announcers hammered at home. I mean, they <laughs> could not get off the fact that this man had to lose weight. They, I think they said it a thousand times in what, a f- like a 45 minute game oh or whatever. Oh my God, yeah. It was insane. But I do think, I hate to say it again, but if he loses some weight, gets a little bit more in shape, I think he's going to be unstoppable. I mean, yeah. he was four for four in one quarter. That's wild. He just dribbled up, shot it like it was nothing. Like it was like a Nerf ball going into a Nerf hoop. It was too easy for him. Way too, too easy. Too easy. Damn. Okay, Zion. More young talent. Luca. We're talking Mavs. And I cannot lie. Everyone knows. Everyone, I hope by now, if you listen, I'm a huge LeBron fan. Gigantic. And I was so nervous when the Mavs were playing the Lakers. So nervous because I'm like, this is a crazy matchup. Luca's so talented. He is very talented. He is. And he's the youngest European ever to appear in an all-star game. And LBJ takes oh. away the captain of captain did we see anything else coming no but you and your boy i would like to point out i would like to point out who the east captain is but who else would it have been kelly it's Giannis. Giannis. it's Giannis. Giannis. prediction reek freak would you say he was gonna be all-star of the year no would you say no would you say mvp of the year right (laughs) the year's not over kelly bright you said you would take him over lebron if and we're okay, if we're it. starting a new team, if we're starting a new yeah. young team, and I'm basing my new franchise around a player, I'm probably going to pick Giannis. Mm-hmm. Now, if you ask me who the best player of all time out of those two, LeBron, <laughs> I'll give easy. you that. That's too easy. It's too easy. No, but it's so crazy. Like LeBron was here in New York the other day, played the Knicks and the Nets. Mm-hmm. Don't really need to check the scores. I'm pretty sure he beat both. But oh my God, I could not believe I was so close to him. I mean, you guys were almost in the same zip code. <laughs> could you feel like, the energy? Oh, my God, I could feel the energy. And I could feel the energy here today. 
We've got a legend on the show. A legend. And an icon. We were just talking about the Mavs. Dallas. Dallas. I mean, we've got somebody here today from, from Dallas. Dallas. Are we ready to say who it is? I mean, we've got to at I some think point. We have to. This I think we have to episode reveal. is about hobbies. Hobbies. And not we're not talking the sport you play. We're no. not talking about just the subject you're studying. Yeah, no. no, 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 no. People say, do you have time for extracurriculars? A lot of people say no. A lot of people don't make it work. Can you throw something in there besides the student and the athlete? And we've got someone on today to answer that exact question. He's a senior outfielder on the 2019 A-10 championship baseball team here at Fordham. Mm-hmm. He led the team last year in batting average, hitting 309. Wow. He had a team-high seven outfield assists. Amazing. Sophomore year, so for his sophomore year, it was 2018. He had 21 stolen bases, and that was the year that his team led the nation, not just the conference, the entire NCAA baseball. It's crazy. You know, ter- led the entire nation in steals. He had 17 last year. He's also, I mean, this is we're talking with student athletes. Can't just talk about being an athlete. He's a frequent flyer on the A10 honor roll. Wow, he's a general science major. So mm-hmm. you know, we talked to Maggie first episode. We know that's not it's easy. Difficult. And he's done four years of it. Oh, it's it's insane. And if that's not enough, wow. ladies, relax. All right. Okay. He's also in a band. Wow. He is. The band is Relic. And they're described as youthful, vibrant, musically uncharted. Oh, give me that. They have almost 80,000 monthly listeners. And we've got Jake Baker on today who plays the guitar. He sings. He writes their songs along with his two friends. And I think we're ready. I think I think. Can we hear I a little he bit? Needs a little bit of intro Whoa. music. Just a little bit. A little bit of intro music? So that was Tides by Relic. You need to go check it out. Go check out all their music. Follow them. Follow them on everything. Post about them on your IG story. Whatever you can to shout them out. We're doing our part. We have Jake Baker here in studio today. So Jake, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the Killing the Game podcast. Thank you for having me. Howdy, folks. Howdy. <laughs> Little Dallas for I you. I love that. Dallas, <laughs> right Dallas. off the bat. Right off the bat. All right. So Jake, we're just going to get into it. And I mean, you take this wherever you want. But the big question we have is how is it balancing being on such a successful baseball team and such a successful band? Uh, I mean, how is it? It's a lot of fun, Uh, I think, first and foremost. Um, I don't know. Plenty of people have asked me about that, and I don't really think of it as so much of a time consumption or anything that's that's that difficult to do. Um, Everyone kind of has their thing, whether that's, you know, reading the Harry Potter books or uh, doing podcasts or, or anything else, you know, like I, I spend my leisure time playing guitar and I spend my leisure time writing lyrics. And so it just kind of comes real naturally. And that's just how I spend my time. Mm-hmm. And that's probably something you've been doing your whole life, right? Oh my God. Uh, I, I started playing guitar whenever I was 10. Um, which if you're doing the math is around the time Guitar Hero 2 is out. So. <laughs> Hold up. Big yeah. game. No, I, rem- I, <laughs> I remember beating the game and running it downstairs and being like, 
mom, this has to happen. I got to learn how to play guitar. So (laughs) yeah, there's, there's really no inspiring story there. I beat Guitar Hero 2 and decided to learn how to do it. Yeah. Get a real one. I I remember my first lesson. I was surprised there was no buttons. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, No way. No buttons. No buttons on the guitar. Surprise wow. to me, but strings. We pushed through. Concept. We pushed through. We overcame adversity, and wow. we learned how to play the strings instead. Um, so yeah, I, I've been playing guitar for I guess it makes it twelve years now, wow. and somewhere along the way, um, obviously was having a ton of fun with it, mm-hmm. um, and decided to challenge myself, start to write my own stuff, write lyrics to it, wow. singing, just kind of was thrown in the mix because it made it a lot more no fun. No big deal. And it's easy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, it's no big deal. It's <laughs> fine. I look back on Throw it. I, I don't really know if like anything ever really happened on purpose. Even like the formation of Relic, all of that was just very accidental. And, Can you tell us about it? Is it your yeah. two friends from home? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, as the intro, the intro I definitely did not deserve said, oh, I'm oh, from Dallas, Texas. <laughs> um, and so... This all happened a couple years ago. I was working at a summer camp um, out in East Texas called Pine Cove. Uh, love shout the out place. Pine Cove. Shout out Pine Cove. Big shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a, it's a Christian summer camp out, out in East Texas, and every night they do worship. And so for two years, I was on the worship team. And the first year, um, I was the guitarist on the worship team, and they, they like split the uh, staff in half. Like They switched midway through the summer. And because I was playing baseball um, sophomore year, we made playoffs, went a little bit into June, maybe, or very end of May. I missed, like, the orientation and training. And, and it's just, it's cool to see how, like, all this happened. But uh, <laughs> I missed orientation and training for my job at summer camp. Mm-hmm. And so they asked me to come a week early. So I was working second half of the summer. I came a week early and overlapped with the first half staff. And on that first half staff was a guy named Nathan Sloniker who is the drummer in Relic. And Whoa. yeah, I mean, like, seriously. Meant to be. Meant to be, for sure. And I don't know if you if you guys have ever met anyone where it's just like, things just clicked. Hold up, hold up. You know? Shout out Kelly. Yeah, Shout out Gigi. Too. There you go. <laughs> um, I don't know, like, it, you know, I spent a week with the guy and I don't think I met him till Thursday of that week. So wow. I, it was like eight o'clock at night. We're doing like the most mundane, like, sweeping leaves like raking leaves or something like that and we just summer camp at christian summer camp doing our thing and i don't know we just got to talking and like had the same music interests and i had seen him do drums for worship the past couple nights so you know i knew the guy was talented um but we just discovered that we had the same music interest and he wanted to do music a little more seriously i wanted to do music a little more seriously and had been writing so just kind of hit it off and and i don't i don't you know, it's like you're sitting under the stars in East Texas and it's like midnight and you're talking about like your dreams and doing music wow. and all this stuff. And it, it, I don't know if I ever really expected any of that to happen, mm-hmm. but like a couple months later he texted me and we put together like an idea and I wrote a couple songs and we recorded them in Fort Worth and it was just like a shotgun blast of music. Uh, looking back on it, like I, I don't know how those five songs came to be really. Uh, they, they're all so different to me, but, uh, it worked, and I don't know, we recorded in Fort Worth in this crappy little studio, and <laughs> somehow got a couple and million streams from it. From there. Yeah, Come seriously, on. so that that's kind of how it happened, just really on accident, like, if nothing else, so very thankful for that, very cool. That's amazing, and was it a very different journey with baseball? Did you kind of always know, I know Dallas, huge sports, obviously, we talked about the Mavericks, uh, but also, like, 
huge music scene, right? But so for baseball, did it kind of like you planned it out as a kid that you wanted to play baseball and then music kind of came along with that or? Uh, yeah, well, I, I come from a baseball family. Uh, so like I, my uncle played at LSU. Oh, I wait, gotta, can I ask you another question? I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt, but grandpa's hitting facility. We did a little. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Stock. Is oh, that gosh. your grandpa? Yes, that's my grandpa. Wow. It's, uh, can we hit there? Yeah, you guys feel free. Come on, come on. Okay. Um, Uncle played at LSU too. Yeah, Uncle played at LSU, and my grandpa played somewhere in Arkansas. I don't know the university, but um, yeah, I got a cousin that just committed to Ole Miss. Like honestly, like I'm the run to the family as far as baseball goes. Sorry for them. Hey, for the win. (laughs) We we won a championship our junior year, so I I get I got the uh, I got the the street cred that I needed for sure. Wow. And so because you come from such a big baseball family, did anyone ever say that you should choose one or maybe not focus on music? Uh, I don't know. My my parents are super supportive. Love uh, that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously, big shout out Jay and Karen. They're great. Oh, yeah. um, I, I don't know. I, I had been playing. Guitar. It's not like they didn't see me kind of grow into that because, mm-hmm. of course, like plugging in a guitar in my house was probably pretty annoying for them at first. And at <laughs> some point I got to where I was pretty good and they were like, oh, this is actually cool. Like, maybe it's he not, can be something. I like that. <laughs> maybe, they, maybe it can be something because it's not so annoying anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I At some point, like baseball was going well. It was looking like I was going to play in college. I was getting to be pretty good at playing guitar as well and it just kind of felt like the natural progression to go to college and play baseball of course that was kind of always the agenda and then somewhere along the way like blessed with the right opportunities and the right friendships to make music happen as well and do you feel like now you you've got the band you know you're on this great team do you find it's kind of difficult or I guess not difficult but how do you find time to prioritize between the two and also I mean you're a STEM major so oh is it hard balancing all those three things and how do you decide what's like more important at what times yeah uh it is difficult at times and like it's a good time to ask that because the STEM general science major and everything like that comes like at this particular moment in time like I'm studying for the MCAT wow you know oh and that's God. like no that's way. the sort of thing where the time you devote to that has to be a priority. Um, And so, you know, I, it ultimately comes down to like getting up early. And of course, like baseball scheduled for me, you know, we got practice from two to five or whatever. So I'm going to be on the field uh, for those hours and I'm going to put my work in athletically. Um, But before and after that, like, there's a lot of freedom with 24 hours you know so it, it's getting up early and that's a quote yeah. i like that a lot there's a lot of freedom with 24 hours and oh like, my god 24 is a big number wow it is it is and like if you're disciplined with your time and it's always like the uh the unexpected use of time mm-hmm. that i think uh makes the biggest difference and like you'd think like if you have more things to do like you should probably spread that time out and like go deep into the night and I would say just the opposite like if you get if you get to bed at 10 30 or get to bed at 11 and you're disciplined with your time at night then you have more opportunity to get up and be productive in the morning right like so love it I don't know I I find myself like getting my schoolwork done in the morning hitting class hitting baseball when it's scheduled and then uh, you know like I said earlier like my leisure time is spent playing guitar so it's yeah. no different than putting on a Netflix show for me right I know, know you guys yeah. you guys travel a lot so do we um 
do you i know you write do you ever write on like on the road is that mm. kind of like a relaxing time <laughs> for you i don't <laughs> yeah no it can be usually i don't i don't necessarily like write new material on the road but a lot of times i'll have my computer out and i'll be like mixing demos and stuff in preparation um to go to the studio at some other points or to work on it later um i'd say most of the time writing is spent like in the precious few moments i have alone to myself like in an apartment or yeah wherever i can find that mm -hmm. and where do you get the inspiration for i i know sometimes artists don't want to talk about that but where do you get some of the inspiration for your songs uh lyrically or musically well let's do both, both. let's both? do both okay why not uh lyrically definitely just life experiences uh and i know that might sound super cliche but like if if something happens in my life where i am just have a ton of thoughts about it or am torn by it, inspired by it, yada, yada, yada. Um, usually provides a lot of content for lyrics and those are the ones that kind of happen the fastest is whenever something special in my life happens. Um, so there's that. I also just process things um, musically a lot of the time. Um, and so e even in my like Bible studies and stuff like that. Like I'll, I'll meet something that's challenging and needs kind of the mental processing uh, in order to d digest that and put it to use. And like, you know, there are songs that are coming out soon where it's like, it's a digestion of some really deep thoughts that I'm having theologically or yeah. philosophically and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, you know, and it always, do it doesn't always come across like that because, you know, it's music. You don't want to like leave your listeners like wondering what the heck you're talking about. But you that, mean like Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> that can be that can be definitely pretty inspirational for me. It's just kind of the deep, like hardest questions that I have to answer for myself, processing that and making it simplified and just sharing it with other people. Musically, I have a couple bands that I'm I find myself listening to a lot more than the others. Um, and so I think at the top of the list for me would be Kings of Leon. Oh, oh love it. Love them. Love it. Love Kings of Leon. Uh, behind them I'd say probably Need to Breathe from South Carolina, uh, Black Keys from Ohio, uh, Young the Giant, kind of an indie vibe. If I any of you guys want to collab. was my, yes. oh my oh. God, that was my song. And that was yes. like, my, like my high school, like early high school. I listened to that every time I was sad. I'd be like sad about what they had for lunch at school. I'd be like, oh my God. Waiting for this car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, I mean, if I could steal anyone's voice, Samir Gadia, lead singer YTG, that's the one. Um, Kaleo, they're brand new. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you guys have heard of them. Maybe you haven't. They're from Iceland. And oh, like, wow. I no, hear me on this. I, uh, I love Kaleo so much. They do an Icelandic folk song. Wow. They recorded it and it's sick. It's awesome. I learned every word. I loved it. I have no idea what is it means. It in, is it in English? And you just said No. It? No. And you learned every word. Vori Vaglaskogi. <laughs> You heard I that have, here first. I have Somebody get it tatted <laughs> and send us a picture. <laughs> I have no idea what it means, but I learned every word. I love them. Uh, wow. And then, I don't know, Mumford and Sons. Okay. Yeah. A little, little folksy. Little folksy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I don't know, a lot of Southern rock and roll. I love country music. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Um, really anything with a guitar kind of gets me fired up so i love that and like you could maybe like picture yourself i don't know maybe playing those keys keys chords whatever <laughs> um and like it seems like it's such a peaceful thing for you to write music and like you find time to be alone and write it and 
I think for us a lot, and like maybe that's the reason like we've gotten this far with the sport is like it's so peaceful too. Mm-hmm. Just like a day out on the field is so nice, and like obviously sometimes it's so mentally challenging. I'm sure it might be the same with music, but do you find like calmness and stability in both baseball oh, and music sure. too? Yeah. For sure, for sure. I think it it just it offers a lot of stability in my day-to-day life, mm-hmm. just kind of knowing how I'm going to operate both mentally and physically, mm-hmm. um, both playing baseball and writing music. And I think just as much as it, it provides the same sort of stability, like it provides the same sort of challenge and triumph, mm-hmm. um, which is cool because, you know, you guys know softball, baseball, like you're going to fail so, so much. Many times. Oh so I mean, we just said much. he led the team with a 309 batting average. He, you'd be in the Hall of Fame with that in the MLB. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And that's failing. Three out of ten times. Well, like Succeeding three out of ten times, yeah. Yeah. Seven out of ten. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, the challenge is real on, on both ends. Like, I don't think I need to do much convincing for softball and baseball. Like, you fail a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, songwriting, too. Like, you can come into an idea – so excited about it or you know just like have a chorus that's money and then have no verse to support it and like you can work through that literally for months or years like there have been there's songs that I have in my voice memos where it's like a 10 second snippet that's awesome (laughs) and I cannot add the extra two minutes to make it a song it's it's so maybe you just loop it People yeah, maybe I just it. loop the same ten <laughs> yeah. seconds. It'll be like a vine, but like oh, yes. TikTok's huge <laughs> now. Things. They love that musical wow. vines. There yeah, you go. TikTok's. Um, <laughs> so that can be really challenging. But on the on the other end of that spectrum, um, some songs are challenging in thought. Like we have, we have a song "Life on Earth" that's out. I love that right song. Now. Yeah, thank you. Um, and like, I'll I'll share this. So like in the verse, there's a there's a line where it's like. Uh, the opening line, and it's, um, what did you think? What did you think I'd be? I'm a silver medal painted gold. And the that. Oh, <laughs> bar and a half right there. That's like, that's a. I think that's the bar. That's a challenging line for me because I think, like, I think about my life and how my identity, especially in high school, was so tied up in just, like, being the best at everything. And, like, that's prideful and that sucks. And it's, like, that was who I am was, like, I'm going to be better than you and I'm going to let you know it. And then I came to college just to find out, like, dang, I'm not as good at baseball as I thought it was because there are guys that are better. And I'm not as good at school as I thought it was because there are people that are smarter. And you can go down the line. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's always someone better. Always someone better, you know. And and comparison can be a thief of joy whenever you're, yeah, you're sitting around. There's so many good quotes. Write that down. Get any sadder. But that was kind of an identity crisis I had within myself whenever I came to college I was like I'm not the I'm not the best anymore and that's a symptom of being big fish in a small pond exactly. you know but like uh, I came here and I was like this is weird like I have to work I really have to like figure out who I am in the midst of this because I'm no longer the best at everything and it was interesting writing that song and challenging because I was like it's difficult to admit that to yourself. Wow. To be yeah, like, it takes yeah, a lot legit. of self-awareness. Just like one, like I, I'm not the best at everything and processing it to the point where you're like, that's okay. Exactly. Not a big Damn. deal. You know, I can still be myself and all that stuff. So that that is just a little piece of what Life on Earth is about. But like prime example of a song just being really challenging and really triumphant at the same time. Like the last line. If we're going to sandwich sandwich it, sandwich. <laughs> I love the last line. Or like, I don't know, like last stanza. Lyric. Li- la- Lyric. Yeah. yeah. Like amazing. And it's like whatever, like if you will love me something, like. Yeah. 
So I, I think it's uh, from east to west so far, I'll love you. Oh. If only you might do the same. Oh, my God. Like, it's amazing. It's so good. But, like, just to be that vulnerable, too, it must be such a challenge. And, like, I think it's so cool that you started off like that, too. Like, I didn't really put much thought into the first couple of lines. Uh-huh. But, yeah, no, I, I love that song. Like, I was telling you guys before all of your music is so and i'm really hyping you up right now but it's okay like, <laughs> no it's true though like i don't really branch out and i just think this music's so nice and i think that's such a big part of it is that you get to be vulnerable like as you listen with it and i think that's so cool like with sure with sports you can inspire but like with music you could like help people understand mm-hmm. too and that's so cool that you could do both mm-hmm. and you're helping yourself and you're helping others like it's yeah. such a i feel like that's such a good way especially being a student athlete having to deal with so much especially mentally more so than physically i think that's such a good way to process and take it all in and really like you said become aware and then accept like go beyond just knowing that like okay like i'm not okay something's not okay but that's like i'm gonna be okay kind of thing yeah so i guess don't want to like lighten the mood but because this has all been good fun but tell me so i know you guys just won the a10 uh-huh. and i know you're from texas you guys opened up last year at texas a yeah. texas a&m so what was the best feeling what was the best moment you've ever had with baseball and then on the flip side, what was the best feeling or moment you've had with music and with your band? Okay. Uh, with baseball, it's honest, it's hard to beat um, the A10 championship because everyone wants to do dog pile. But I'll skip that. <laughs> I'll skip that for the sake of the story. Um, so I guess second best experience, honestly. <laughs> and this, this is kind of funny. So we went after we won the A10 championship. Uh, same as March Madness, you go to oh, Field of 64. Yep. We're in an NCAA regional. And so we went and played West Virginia University mm. at their Morgantown regional. Ton of fun, really awesome, great experience. Obviously what you're trying to achieve as a player. We're playing the game. It's competitive, which that in and of itself was awesome. Uh, so we, we come in and we score the first run and we're competing with West oh, Virginia. Wow. So about halfway through the game, like, you know, I'm I'm really into it and everyone else is really into it and their fans are chirping us and oh, I mean just letting us have it. Oh my god. Hecklers everywhere. Shout out West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's the most fun part of playing baseball in the outfield. Oh my oh, god. You're, you're oh. speaking to two other outfielders here. Oh yeah. Oh, it's oh the best part. No, just chirping people back and forth. Yes. So the hecklers were out in force. It's the first regional they had in Morgantown. So I mean this is like the most oh people they've god. ever had here. West Virginia too. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. You know, they serve alcohol at the park. Like they <laughs> oh <my> were <laughs> <laughs> They don't mess around. They were not messing around. And so I me and my my two buddies in the outfield, Billy and Alvin, are just getting okay. the worst of it, you know, and just getting heckled like crazy. They're and they're this is New York, Fordham. Is it Fordham? Fordham. Fordham. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Florida. They, uh, I mean, they're looking up stuff on the internet on me, and no. just I mean no. everything, everything, everything. They're letting me have it, and um, oh my god, we're you know we're being real still, real stoic and real stately, and doing it. our job. We're in the game, right? So we're focused. Um, I go up to hit for my second at bat and long story short, I get hit 91 miles an hour. Oh to my the God. Face. Saw that. Yeah. How did we yeah. not bring this oh, up? Oh, I can't believe. Oh my yeah, gosh. We right, really continue, just missed continue. the ball. <laughs> so I get hit and Jesus. that's fun. And is it, is it? I, call it fun? I don't know. I don't know what to call it. It, it was a moment. That's what it was. But I get hit and like I'm kind of spinning around, like trying to like find my bearings and like, am I hurt? I didn't. It didn't like, 
It didn't knock me down. It didn't really hurt that. It felt more like a shot on Novocaine than a baseball hitting my face, which is weird to oh, say. Yeah. This but is the first time he's mentioned it hit him in the face. We're not oh, talking yeah. like hit you in like the oh, thigh. No, 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 the yeah. dome. Yeah. Yeah. To the face. No, to the face. Like I have, I got three root canals and braces for oh, six months gosh. for this. Shout out Mackenzie McGrath. She just got a root canal. It hurts. She told us. Yeah. And yeah. you got three. Not fun. Oh. Not fun. But um, I'm trying to like find my bearings and all this. I'm trying to see if I have a concussion is, is my first issue. And I pretty quickly realized like, okay, I'm good. I don't. And I'm like ready to like get up off the floor and like run down to first base. And I look down and I am absolutely covered in my own blood. Oh, oh my God. I mean, just covered. Beauty uh, and the struggle. This <laughs> is the success right there. So... You know, I I'm looking down at myself. My coach and our trainer are running over, and I'm like, okay, I'm definitely out of this game. We go back into the dugout, and I mean, I got two teeth pointing the wrong way, and all this stuff. So it becomes pretty. I don't like. I mean, I'm bleeding so much. I definitely need stitches. It becomes really apparent. Like I'm going to the ER. So inning finishes up. I've like I'm holding a towel against my face, and I'm I'm walking from the third base dugout to their right field like back corner okay so the longest stretch yeah, of field so that i can long. walk right? right past where you were playing I, i'm in right. left field oh, in left so field. Okay. all my hecklers are in the back oh, okay. but, i mean it's fair to assume if i were in right field they would have been heckling me too <laughs> Leave the haters behind. so I, i'm i'm walking and I'm, I'm going past home plate third base or first base and then right field and the demeanor of all of these fans shifted so much i mean from just wringing my neck with their words and like heckling and just being the worst to just the nicest people ever oh i mean gosh. they felt so much sympathy yeah. it, it was that is called southern hospitality hold up. that there it is there it is so i i'm walking back and like there are th- there are three different rows of people and i can hear people from the top like they're a hundred feet away from i am they're like Good game, good season, eighteen. Good luck out there, but they're just the nicest oh people God. ever. Yeah, so, so that was honestly a, a very a cool moment, which is like you know, kind of isn't baseball related, but it no, is. No, it is. It oh, is. But exactly. it, I think it's sports human are so related. uniting. Like that's yeah, it's a great. Example. I just thought it, I thought it, I thought it was so cool, just like a cool moment because that happens, and like I, I think that they were just really thrilled to see me like get back on my feet because you know some people get hit in the face. And oh, and they don't get back well, up on their feet. You know? no. So they they had just flipped the switch just from the meanest fans ever to the nicest people on the whole earth. And I loved it. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So that was probably my best experience so far. I love that. And dare I say it relates to your Instagram name, which was a question we got from a fan, Jake, the human, Jake, the human, just such a human experience right there. Yeah. Unless there's a different name behind the reason behind the username. Uh, I like it because I, amidst all the hobbies and, and interests and stuff like that, I think it's it's cool to be human and, like, that. stretch yourself into all these humanities, whatever. But that's super deep. Really, how that name came to be is I used to watch a cartoon with my brother called Adventure Time. Oh, love it. And that's in the good. show, the characters are Jake the dog and Finn the human. Yeah. And so oh, I... Bam. Oh, I like that a yeah, lot. I like that a lot. <laughs> so it. that question... Is a preview to a little segment it's a we little do. Little preview. Got one more thing for you to do, and it's called Spear Speed Round. Spear Speed Round. I'm Gigi Spear. This is my speed round, and so far it's been a little bracket style. So like I'll say, people, okay, we'll do food. You pick one, and then there's a, a eventual winner. But 
we just got so many questions. People were excited. People were so excited. And like, this is a list of, I didn't even write them all down. I have half a page of questions right now. And most of them were from our friend, teammate, Rachel Leah Hubertus Jr. <laughs> She's a big fan. She's a big fan, great person, but a thinker. And so these are Ray's Random. I'm going to change the name right now. Ray's Random. Ray's speed Random. Speed round. And so the first one was Why Jake the Human. So I'm glad we answered that. Um, and she also told us, plain and simple, ask him about his clothes. I like the shirt you have on right now. Become love. Become it's love. amazing. And she was really impressed with your wardrobe. So if you could just quickly tell us about that and then we'll move on to some other questions. Gotcha. Uh, if it's not clear by now, I love self-expression. So that takes different forms. Uh, fashion is one of them. Oh, so fair. I don't know. I kind of find myself. I live in New York at this point. So why not take a little <laughs> take a little trip, learn about some fashion, get some cool clothes. I love that. Oh, I love that. Okay. All right. Next question is about relic. So we looked it up. And the definition for everyone out there, and definitely for me, because I, I can't lie, I didn't really know, is an object surviving from an earlier time, especially one of historical or sentimental interest. So why relic for you? Why relic? Why relic? Uh, two reasons. One, musically, a relic, as per your definition, <laughs> is a reflection of, the, of something that came before uh, or a time that came before. So we want our music to reflect the rock and roll music that we love mm. that's gone before us, and we want our lives to reflect Jesus who goes before us. Amazing. I love that. Relic. Shout out Relic. Okay. Also, big, big question from me personally. Most of Relic's monthly listeners, we got this stat from Chicago. I have no idea why. Whoa. What's going on? I we have were absolutely we were hoping no idea. I'm not going to oh lie. It's like, it's... It, it's Dallas next, Dallas, right? Yeah, that Dallas makes sense. Might Dallas lead. makes sense. <laughs> I think Dallas leads, and then Chicago's maybe twenty listeners behind, like a very close second, and then obviously New York's up there too. I have, I have no earthly idea. Wow. They love, they love you relic in Chicago. I know yes. we gotta go play you a show to. or something. I love that. Oh my god! Shout out <laughs> Chicago. Okay, another question. This is a Rachel question. Are you the fastest person on the team? No. Oh, oh who is? Not. It seems like it. Uh, Jake McKenzie, our shortstops, our fastest. And Alvin Melendez Whoa. is second fastest. Shout out Alvin. But Uncle Alvin Al. will be angry that I said he was second fastest. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> hold on. There's a little tension. And just one more, round it out. Any goals? You have maybe three, four more le months left of school, of senior year, of college, until you get to MCAT, or until you get to medical school, school. Any goals? Yeah, Baseball-wise, anything. Goals. Yeah. Uh, baseball... We've won a championship. I want to win again. Of course. You, you, once you get a taste, you need more. Oh, you know. Oh, so do we know? <laughs> oh yeah, you Not guys know. <laughs> you guys know. But so baseball, definitely doing that, and just like being a senior on the team is so cool. Like mm -hmm. having a leadership role where it's so it's so clear that what you say what you say is listened to, and what you do is respected. Like that's gonna be really cool to kind of fill in that role with a couple of my best friends that are also seniors. So that'll be awesome. Um, Musically, so this is cool. I mentioned Kings of Leon earlier and Black Keys. We, uh, our goal is to record a full length album at some amazing. point within the next year and a half. Oh, that'd be amazing. And we've done some research, done some reaching out about that. Um, and we've reached out to a couple studios in Nashville, and there's one that was like a huge, we thought it was a huge stretch for us. And, uh, 
it's called Blackbird Studios in Nashville. They reached back out to us. Wow. And yeah, they were like, awesome. we wow. think you guys sound like Kings of Leon or Cage the Elephant, which oh. I'm going to be honest, I have I have no idea how. I have no idea how they came to that conclusion, but thank you very oh much. Oh, my God. Um, That's amazing. Congratulations. So, yeah, wow. thank you. Seriously. So we're... Uh, we're hoping to continue releasing music, obviously, um, but we want to do a full-length album, and we want to do it somewhere really awesome like Nashville, so I th- we're hoping that's in the cards. And then oh. other than that, I'm taking the MCAT. Hope that goes well. Oh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Jake, good luck with everything. We're so happy you could come on. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. One more question. You just mentioned album. Oh. When I, I got to ask this, a lot of people listening, when's the new music coming out? When can we expect the next very soon. Very soon. Very soon. Wow. So we're we're releasing an EP within the next two to three months. Amazing. That's amazing. Hard to put a hard to put like a, a date on it oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I got, but I who got knows? You. Graduation day, you're playing that. But, oh, you're yeah. playing the album. Oh, oh don't like worry. that. To celebrate. <laughs> okay. All right. So Jake, thank you so much for having a, for being on the show with us. Good luck in for the having season. us. We basically host. Yeah. He basically hosts. You need the to show. come yeah, back. Thank, thanks, Cheers. guys, for coming. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to host next week? Go for it. Um, but no, Fordham baseball opens up uh, February fourteenth against Florida. Obviously, we've plugged Relic all this entire show. Go look them up. Seriously, go check their music it's amazing. out. So, Jake, thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you, guys. So, Gigi. Wow. How are we feeling after that? Was that was amazing. Jake's still here. So the presence is still here. No, I thought it was awesome. I think there's so many cool things that are going on. And like, I hope that, and like, I'm, I'm trying to be more creative. Like I, I'll think about things and I'll just like, I'll be like, okay, all right, that's done. But I really want to like delve into things. And I think like, I don't really write music, but I mean, just to maybe write a little bit more yeah, could be a cool thing. Yeah. It's really inspiring. No. And I think Jake's obviously for Jake, his hobby, his way to get away from school and sports is music but it doesn't have to be music like some people they like to run art like art what do you like to do what do i like to do yeah you know i think i know what you like um i'm a huge weightlifter really i really so strong like i if i'm having a bad day if i'm stressed like i want to go to the gym but honestly like this podcast helps like i love just sitting here doing recording stuff talking about sports it's so nice yeah what about you yeah i love talking about sports too i love talking about it with you i love this podcast um i like to write i don't really like i don't really write as much as i want like i said i want to do that a little bit more um but i also love (laughs) to make money i work here (laughs) at school um that's a hobby though it's a hobby yeah i like to do that and i um write for write the tennis articles for school newspaper did volleyball last that. semester um we i like a working a girl yeah, and like be with family and stuff yeah I'm not, I'm maybe not a hobby but i like that love music love and that. now i'm expanding look at me you've got a new <laughs> artist you've got a new favorite band i love it but yeah no it's, i think there's so it's so cool a lot of people wonder a lot of times what we do our days are like jake said they're so planned out and like regimented but if you could find a moment here or there it's like go with your passion i love like being in the morning just to be creative right it could be so nice it, it really i think it's huge for your mental health too yeah i can't stress that enough shout out to one of our next episodes Ooh, okay and up. that's a preview for our next episode but we've also got a surprise for you to close out the show oh my god we know no one saw this it. coming but I know Jake just mentioned they've got new music coming out. Now, you're going to hear it here first for the first time ever. The song's called Young Love. 
It's going to be on Relic's new EP. He said a few months. We're going to guess like late February maybe. But today we've got something special. we're going to give you a sneak preview. Mm -hmm. So until then. Until next time. Just keep killing the game. Just keep killing the game and enjoy Relic. It's all in my head. No, it's all in my head. Your love saw me you what I needed. What's up for love? Cause love is more than just a feeling.